Hi, this is Jojo, and I have some words of love I'd like to share. And today I want to discuss um, how being single is a blessing. Okay, because Satan will have you believe that something wrong with you if you're not married. I mean, I feel like marriage is a blessing, and being single is a blessing. One is not better than the other, although sometimes as a single person, you you want someone to hold at night and have someone next to you in bed so you can do things with, okay? Um, <laughs> but both are blessings, and one should not um, be jealous of the other. We should not idolize marriage. We should not feel like we're lacking anything because we're single. We were born single. We were born into this world as a single individual. So, you know, for us to think that something is wrong with us, we're defective. Why don't we have what we want? I mean, when we put trust in the Lord, um, we understand that all things work out for our better good. And if that means staying single, so be it. If it means, uh, you know, being married, so be it. I mean, he says he'll give you the desires of your heart when you seek him first. And so if we don't have what we want right now, it's because there's something, um, there's something more that, you know, we need to, there's something in store for us that we have to put our faith in the Lord for. And there's probably things we need to get done for. For example, I can tell you right now. If, you know, let's say that the Lord just blessed me with my husband. And, you know, I had it, you know, easy, you know. And I didn't have to. Let's just say, let's just say I had a husband right now. I don't think I'd be recording this video right now. I'd probably be, you know, out and about or with him or I don't know. I just feel like my attention would be more towards that. Because even the scripture says, um, when you're single, you're concerned of things for the Lord. And when you're married, you're concerned of how to please your husband or whatever. And sometimes the Most High won't give you what you want until you accomplish or um, follow the path he has in store for you um, because when you're when you're in your purpose when you're living in your purpose the most high will match you with someone who is a compliment to that but if you're not then sometimes meeting a person will distract you from your purpose if you know what I mean because your attention will be on that person and not uh your purpose. You see what I mean? It could be a distraction to what God has for you and, and what he has planned for you. Um, and so, yeah, our attention might be in the wrong place. Like, like if, if, we, if we were to give it to us when we want it instead of when the perfect timing is, because God's time is always perfect timing. Okay. But if we were, if he were to give it to us when we think we want it with who we think we want it with, a lot of things uh, that would benefit the kingdom or other people couldn't take place because, you know, 
our focus wouldn't be on the things that we should be focused on. That's why he said, seek ye first the kingdom, and all these things will be added to you. So if we're, you know, seeking him um, in our daily lives, and we're being guided through the Holy Spirit, um, you know, in our purpose and things of that nature, um, but we'll be getting things uh, in order, you know. He's not, he's not depriving us of anything. And when we idolize a person, marriage, or needing to be with someone and longing for someone, we keep ourselves in a negative state of being. We're doing that to ourselves. Because there's nothing wrong with us being single. Yes, we may want someone to hold at night. Yes, we may want, you know, physical um, affection and all that. But you know we're not um what do i say how do i say this we're not we're not going to die without it okay we have to redirect our focus redirect our attention on other things okay um you know we we can control our urges okay we can have self control and self restraint and control our urges we can um focus our attention on other things it's not like you know you know we we can do that so we shouldn't be idolizing a person we shouldn't be idolizing marriage um because i tell you one thing i I was married before and i i wasn't um i wasn't happy i felt like i got married too soon too young i didn't know um I didn't have um, a clear direction of where I was going in my life. Because if I did, um, I probably would have chosen a different husband, you know. But because I had no clear guidance on where I was going, what I wanted to do, I, it just kind of, you know, seemed like a good idea. But if, if, if you're not space, you don't, you don't have no direction for yourself, and then you choose to get married... you're likely not to choose the correct person because if you're going down one path and they're going a different, you you, you might clash. For example, let's say you're ambitious. If you're ambitious and then you get with someone who's not ambitious and and has no goals. Let's say say you have a 9 to 5 job. Let's say you work at a, a phone company. Let's say you do customer service. But you have goals to have your own business. You have goals to um, that you're working on. That you, you want better for yourself. You want a better lifestyle. You don't want to clock in and clock out. Let's say you want to be able to um, support yourself um, through your business. But then you're with someone who who's just fine with working minimum wage. Has no ambition. And let's say, you know... You know, he's just okay with mediocre. He's okay with not having anything. Do you think that would be a a best match for you? But let's say, you know, they look great. You like their personality. And all this stuff. The only thing you don't like is that they're not as ambitious as you. And let's say you, um, you continue to plan for your business and stuff and then 
let's say your business becomes successful and let's say you are able to quit your regular job and now you're supporting yourself and you're making you're a high income earner let's say you're making seven figures six figures or more um and your man or husband let's say you married him let's say he's still comfortable at his minimum wage job or you know he feel like since you rolling in the dough that he can just quit and he could just you know be supported by you how will that make you feel that'll cause a lot of problems he ain't got nothing going on for himself he's uh wanting to uh now depend on you because it's like why work this you know minimum wage job when you rolling in a dough you making all this money heck i could quit my job and we could just do it you know maybe he says he could help you and your business and and work for you or something but let's say he do that let's just say uh He's tired of working his regular minimum wage job and he decides he wants to work for you and be your employee or whatever. How would you feel about that? Would you be okay with that? Would that work for you? Let's say he's supporting you. He's supporting you. That works for you. You know, he's helping you with your business and and stuff like that. But, you know, he's not, you know, ambitious in his own life. He just want to, you know something easier and working for you would be more easier instead of the minimum wage job you know since you're rolling in the dough okay let's say let's say that's the case your husband works for you he's your employee you know you pay him a salary now will that work for you it might it could it could work for some people but let's say you know you meet someone else and they're ambitious and they got they thing going on and y'all businesses might complement each other and you know this is how this is how a lot of saying is at work i'm I'm not saying that you know you you have to exercise self-control because sometimes when you're mad you're looking at other people you think the grass is greener on the other side that's what i did it's like I knew I wasn't happy in my marriage, but I'd see other people. I'd be like, oh, man, I wish I had that. I wish I had that. You know, let's say, you know, here's your husband. He's not ambitious, but he works for you. You pay him a salary. And then you meet someone else who got their own thing going. And that's so attractive. That's so sexy and attractive. Another ambitious individual who's doing their own thing. You know, maybe y'all businesses might complement each other. You know, and he's available, he's single, and, you know, he's peeping you, he likes you, or whatever. But you're now married, you're in, a, you're in a, you know, you have your husband. Your husband, you know, he's fine working for you, being your employee. You know, he's not ambitious, he doesn't want anything else going on. I mean, hmm. You'd have to exercise your willpower, you know, and commit to your husband. And, you know... You have to don't even look at the other guy who's ambitious and who's checking you out and has his own thing going and is attracted to you. You got to exercise your willpower, okay? Because, you know, adultery is a sin, but you got your husband. You guys met when you were, you know, you were struggling. He was struggling. Y'all got together. You got yourself together. You're ambitious. Now you're to upgrade your life. And now you're to marry the, you know, you got on a struggle bus, y'all got y'all got in it together, y'all both struggling, and now you came up, and now he's your employee. Now you have to, you know, fight for your marriage. He's not ambitious, you knew that, but now you're together, you're married, you have to make your marriage work. 
you can't look at the other guy that's ambitious and, and, and attractive to you and got his own thing going and checking you out. You have to turn the other cheek, look the other direction, and you make that match work with your husband. You see what I'm saying? So you see how sometimes we think we want it when we want it with who we want it with. And God may have something else in store for us. That could have been our husband right there, the ambitious one that got his thing together. You know what I mean? Not everyone is ambitious. Some people are not. Some people are okay with mediocre. Some people are okay with minimum jobs as long as they have a paycheck. And that's fine for those who that works for. That works for some people. And I'm not knocking anyone down. But let's say that you are ambitious and you like an ambitious person. But you decide to settle for this man here because you wanted it now. You want it, you want it here now. And then you became successful on your own. And that's your husband. Okay? You see where I'm going with this? You see how... Uh, you see how... Us trying to rush the Lord... And trying to get what we want when we want it... With who we think we want it with... Maybe a detriment. Because that ambitious man that got his own thing going... Who, who's attractive to you... Who checking you out... That could have been your husband right there. But because you didn't want to wait on the Lord... You went ahead and married this one right here... Who's now your employee... And you got to make that work because adultery is a sin. You see what I mean? So my point in all this is that God knows who's best for you. When is the perfect timing? And you want someone who loves God too. I'm done with these worldly men. These worldly men, they don't have morals. When the man loves the Lord, he has morals and standards. Men who lack belief and, and faith uh, more than likely they live according to their flesh and a lot of them are man whores and have some type of fetish or sex addiction some, some weird stuff going on because they got demonic uh, attachments to them because they don't have the Lord in their lives I'm done with worldly men I am done with worldly men I do not want an unbelieving man who don't have faith in the Lord I'm sorry I can't my soul is too precious. My, the children, you know, my children, their souls are too precious. We can't be with an ungodly person. So what God has for you exceeds what you may think you want. You know, for a whole year, I thought I wanted this one person who is a man whore. And he grew up in a church or whatever, but uh, his lifestyle choices don't reflect his belief. Because he is a man whore. And I thought I wanted him. I thought that he was a great person. I thought he was my twin flame. But no, no, no. Satan sent him to me to distract me from the kingdom. And to get me to sin and fornicate. So this is why we need to do it God's way. Because if you've been doing it your own way. And it hasn't been working out. Let's try it a different way. Let's try to do it God's way. And see what that yields us. Because I see that, you know trying to do my own thing, trying to manifest, trying to do all these new age stuff, you know, idolizing marriage, idolizing a person. And that's what you're doing when you're manifesting. That's what you're doing when you're affirming. That's what you're doing when you're going the new age route because it teaches you to be unconditionally loving and be a doormat to the person who's your twin flame and let them treat you any kind of way. Let them come back and have unconditional love for them. While the Lord tells you to guard your heart with all due diligence and test the fruits, test the spirit, you know, you know, Jesus said, you'll know them by their fruits. 
So you're supposed to actually wait and, and, and let someone prove to be safe, that, that they're worth your heart. That's what God tells us to do. But New Age tells us to uh, jump in head first, heart first, uh, into the unknown. You don't know much, but you're going to jump in head first and just, you know, jump in and immerse yourselves and be vulnerable. And, and you know, no, God tells us to guard our heart, test the spirit. And we're not doing that. So let's just try God's way this time. Because I realized that my way hasn't worked out for me. I'm still single. I'm divorced. Let's do it God's way. Because if we wait on God, he, when he gives you something, it's yours permanently. When Satan gives you something, eh, usually a fling, usually temporary, usually to get you to sin, something to get you distracted from the Lord. That's how Satan rolls. Okay? So... Don't don't look at your being single as a uh, as a curse. It's a blessing. It's a blessing that we're single because we're doing the things we're supposed to do. Where this is the opportunity for us to heal, learn, grow, do things God's way, seek guidance in our life, fulfill our purpose. Because when we do what we're meant to do, and we let the Most High through the Holy Spirit guide us, then we'll know that the person we meet is on the same boat as we are and we won't have to doubt if they're the right person or not but if you're going to get on the struggle love bus you want to rush something you want to rush something with somebody you know that's when we make the most mistakes um so that would be all for now um if you'd like to get in touch visit my website at wordsoflove.life i offer free coaching sessions free um, prayer requests um so yeah get in touch I thank you for listening. Have a blessed day.